You won't see this on the news. Welcome back to Let's Merk About It with your host, Mickey Boss. And Captain Daddy, I got a burrito today that I'm going to be eating for the first part of this show. Hello, guys. How are Hello. you? How are hey. you? How was long, your holidays? Long time no see. Yeah, it's been Talk. about a month. We don't see each other. We don't. Yeah. Yeah, <coughs> we don't see each other. I've never seen what you look like. If you want to see you us. You me. Mail us at. Yeah, just... Send me a fucking letter like I told you to. Yeah. Um, we got uh, Don Chicago here. Hello, I'm back. Our very important and pertinent uh, third voice. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. I am back. So We're all back. The last time we were here, it was the day after oh, Halloween. Real. Yeah. And it's been a, actually, yeah, it's been over a month. It's been, yeah, it's been over a month. We've gone through we, two holidays. No, one holiday. Yeah, just one holiday. <laughs> one holiday. But the, I mean, I was counting enough, Halloween previous, is like yeah, the, the second Halloween or holiday. It's the day after, so it was pretty much close enough. Um, there was a string yeah. of questions that I asked that pertain to Halloween time around that time of the episode. Um, but now, because we are well into December, most people have Christmas decorations up, i.e. the three-foot-tall Christmas tree to my right. Um, no, sorry, it's 48 inches. Makes it four feet. That does not look like four feet to me. <laughs> no, that's what it says. I haven't... Is that with the star included? Because I Maybe? can see that. Yeah. There used to be a tape measure behind you, but there's not. We could just bust it out and say, check right we now. We could figure it out. But I can yeah. see that. Yeah, four feet, maybe. Maybe four feet. No, yeah, four feet would be with the star included. included. Yeah, it would have to be with the star. Because yeah. with a sheet of plywood, is eight feet, 96 inches by 48. Lay that bitch sideways. It's about as tall as that. It's about like mid-nipple to me. Okay, Gasper. Gasper, can you hear him? Can you pick him up in the mic? <laughs> Dude, stop <laughs> eating <Boy>. so loud. <laughs> we gave you a pass the last time. Cause <laughs> Ew, don't lick my hands. Post um, in post-edit, just try to isolate everything but that. Just turn it up. <laughs> like, yeah, just, slowly fade the talking while trying to turn that just up. Just hearing Gasper <laughs> eating in the background. <laughs> um, no, so... Uh, around the time of the last episode, I asked if there was any Halloween like movies or shows that you went out of your way to watch every Halloween. That one is a little more obscure than obviously the next one, because uh, most people have Christmas traditions of movies and shows that they watch. So, oh, I thought you were gonna ask like what kind of Thanksgiving movies you watch around Thanksgiving. Uh, if it's anything other than Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving, we're <laughs> in trouble. But because uh, we're what we're far enough past. 2002's Sam Raimi Spider Man is a Thanksgiving movie. The OG with Toby? Is it yeah. It yeah, they have Thanksgiving in the movie at, like, the for five movie. minutes. Oh, because they got at the parade when the Green Goblin attacks. Yeah, they're doing the Macy's Day Parade. Yeah. They have, they have a, <laughs> okay, I forgot about that. Norman's wearing a red tie, or a red shirt, and um, Peter's wearing a green shirt. To, to symbolize. Sim- yeah, to symbolize the two. Symbolism. <laughs> the word you're looking Sim- for is symbolism. What's the symbology? I love that movie, dude. No, maybe, maybe it was one guy with six guns. Shut the, the one fuck up Greenlee. Right. You know that that actor's name is Bob Marley. That's awesome. Yeah. We I, were just talking about this yesterday. I love William Defoe's acting in that movie. Uh, it's the fucking best William Defoe performance. That's probably performance. why I enjoy that movie so much. Obviously, also because I mean, come on, Norman he dresses up as a lady. And, yeah. And tries to seduce this guy and to he, kill him. He even <laughs> says too, like in the movie, after he kills the guy, too far. <laughs> like he was gonna go 100. percent Like, oh, he was dedicated. Oh yeah. And then they had a straight-out firefly. <laughs> and it was a firefly. <laughs> they used ammonia. 
None of this is any good. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. Make like a tree and fuck get the fuck out guys? of here. Why don't you make like a tree and get the fuck out of here? Doc, we gotta get you a book of proverbs or some shit. This mix and match shit's gotta go. <laughs> Come on, tell us a joke, Mr. Funny Man. There were nine guys, genius. What were you gonna do with the last three? Laugh them to death, funny man. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'll go into the tattoo shop dressed as Rocco sometimes, like with the deep bloodied V, and then I'll have the pea coat on and then I'll be wearing sunglasses and I'll like douse water on my head to make my hair look all like sweaty like his. And then I have a piece of a t-shirt that I ripped off to wrap around my hand. Like, <laughs> cause it's after he loses his pinky. Yeah. yeah. And so I'll just go walking in there and I got the sway and everything. That's awesome. Super goofy. Just they, cosplay. Rocco. The time, yeah. Just every, every time, anytime there's a cosplay event. Yeah. yeah. Rocco from the boondock saints after he loses his finger. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Really, too big for are you now, really missing but... your finger? You actually have no pinky. <laughs> yeah, that's why I got my. I have the just a plain black pea coat. So I'm like, I want to be one of the Saints brothers or something. I think that'd be really sweet. It's, it's really not that hard if you think about it. That you need a white t-shirt, like some faded wash jeans. It's like boots. almost like the Soul Brothers, but yeah. not. It's like slightly different. And then the only thing would be. Like writing, like the, Blues Brothers, or, or yes, yeah, I meant sorry, I said yeah, Soul Brothers, no, <laughs> Blues Brothers. So, I went along with it. I'm pretty sure I knew who you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, I immediately knew. I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Blues Brothers, the R and B Brothers, <laughs> <laughs> brothers of that jazz music. What you call it? Jazz. <laughs> but uh, any any movies that you have to watch around the Christmas times. Oh, right, well, night, get into the Nightmare the Before Christmas, obviously. Like we were talking because last time. It's a dual threat. It's yeah. a dual threat movie. You can watch it on Halloween and Christmas. Mm -hmm. I like to make Polar Express one that I usually watch. I have to. It's it's one of my go tos for sure. It was always kind of creepy looking at it, like the animation style, mm -hmm. mocap for all the actors and stuff. Yeah. But I, I still like it. That's what made it so weird, is because it was like one of the first children's movies that you was gotta, supposed you, to be. You gotta like watch that. Eight Crazy Nights. As a holiday. Oh, that yeah, that's your Hanukkah movie. Exactly. That's for you, all the Jewish it. friends out there. I've heard about it. it left and right, but watch I've never it. seen it. You gotta watch it. It's good. It's a good Adam Sandler animated Christmas movie. Yeah, just ignore Whitey the whole time, and it's a great movie. <laughs> we talking about Whitey makes it. <laughs> the, I'm tired of living with your sister and your gross feet. <laughs> um, I recently got the uh, like the I want to say the four or five big ones out of the claymation era. Um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, um, A Year oh, Without like Santa Claus. Oh, like OG Christmas yeah. like, um, shows. Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Little Drummer Boy. Little Drummer Boy. Jack yeah. Frost was one, right? Mm. Didn't he have his own? Maybe. I don't, I don't think Jack Frost had like a claymation movie. I don't. Uh, at least I, I don't remember. Because there, there was Jack Frost where Kevin Costner turns into the snowman. I actually watched that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot about yeah. that movie. No, what, was it, or was it uh, Michael Keaton? I think it was Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. I don't know why. Because the Baldwin Costner. was the the, uh, the dad. He was in there, though, wasn't he? Baldwin? Was one of the I don't Baldwin. remember a Baldwin brother in that movie. I remember um, the guy from Still Standing or uh, uh, Night's Tale, the chubby dude. Yep. He's in it. Oh, I have I haven't seen that. In I don't. Yeah, a don't long time, him. man. I, he's a, I love no. that actor. He's he's hilarious. I wish I remembered his name, but um, no, I I got all those and those are traditionally 
like the ones that I have to watch every year in order for it to feel like Christmas time. I, I used to watch uh, a Christmas story all the time, like oh, every year. That was see, that's every Christmas Eve. Yeah, that's, that's family tradition to watch that every Christmas Eve. Yeah, I TBS every year does like a twenty-four hour marathon oh, or something of it. Crazy, which is, it was cool because I could watch it whenever I wanted, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like. When I was living at home, I would see it all the time. And I'm like, okay, like this is a great movie. I do love it, but mm-hmm. um, can you play like Rudolph or something, we, please? For real, like if there's gonna be a Christmas movie marathon on Christmas Eve of all days, like you really should. I mean, if TBS wants to do that, whatever. But there should be another marathon on during that day that has. If it was know, a straight a Christmas others. marathon of all anything we'll christmas see, but then i think that'd, that'd be a lot that better throws in, that throws in like older movies that i've never seen like uh miracle on miracle on 34th street i think so i was gonna say 12th but i don't 12th that i don't know we know the that's movie. a good movie we just don't know though isn't um, uh what's the other one it's a wonderful life isn't that a christmas movie or am i thinking of something i'm my i'm thinking of uh i think wonderful silent life night or I'm pretty sure that's the name of it or the black christmas over the, the white um, christmas stooge uh, Stooge, oh, the Scrooge? Uh, Scrooge movie. Oh, uh, Christmas Which Carol. One? Christmas Carol, yeah, that well, one. The one with Jim Carrey? The animated one. Yeah, the one with Jim Carrey's animated. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, one. I was yeah. going to say. I, I saw that, that one in sound. fucking IMAX. Like, oh, that was pretty nuts. Like, it was it was a cool experience. that movie's supposed to be 3D, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the 3D did add to it. I bet, yeah. It's just, it, whenever you watch those kinds of movies, depending on how much they tried to make it 3D, like Spy Kids 3D, mm-hmm. like that whole, like if you, yeah, <laughs> if you watch that movie in 3D, it's a different experience entirely, but if you watch it um, just as is, and there's the certain parts where it's supposed to like reach out to you, yeah. it just, it looks goofy on the it's, screen. It's well, super the goofy. when they're on the racetrack. The racetrack whole... or fighting the lava monster? Well, the racetrack had more like reach out moments because mm-hmm. they were doing the battle racing with the punching oh, glove. Yeah. So that whole scene looked dumb as hell outside mm-hmm. of 3D. Because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. wow, we're getting punched a lot. Like I guess. most most of the movie, like even like bad. right in the beginning, remember when the frogs on the pogo sticks come up oh, and yeah. the tongues are just like fucking coming at the screen <laughs> constantly. So because yeah, when like you... five hours go goes by and he hasn't even left the town. Yeah. Time flies when you're playing game or having fun or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, well, Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> when we got it on uh, DVD, it came with 3D glasses, the 3D movie, oh, nice. but it also had the 2D movie with it too. And I tried putting that on, and I just couldn't watch it. I didn't like the. I never liked the the red and blue 3D. Like mm-hmm. it, it. I was like, yeah. I mean, it's cool. Like it does seem like it's there. Yeah, it's but, like it's coming out, but all the colors are like just kind of washed out mm-hmm. red and blue. Super mm-hmm. messed up. Yep. <clears throat> it's R it's all the R B and no G. <laughs> it's, only, it's only when they came out with like the the normal, like just regularly shaded like three D glasses in the movie theaters that I felt like the potential for three D went up. I'm not saying that the actual quality act of yeah they it, it never got to the point where it was like this you know 3d movie making needs to be like the the forefront of how movies are made nowadays yeah. i'm thankful for i i was excited no for point. it because i was like finally the 3d glasses that i want and the only movies that were coming out were not specifically made with 3d in mind and i'm like the the only one i think i watched was um a christmas carol and then i also saw the first hobbit movie in 3d and oh, I forgot that was in 3D too. 
Yeah, and I'm like, this is kind of boring. <laughs> like, The Hobbit. Christmas Carol was pretty cool, because like, there's scenes where he's like flying over the town, and I'm mm-hmm. like, whoa, it's crazy. Like, virtual reality, 3D. It's like I'm actually flying over. That'd be cool. Kind of like what they're doing right now in terms of... Uh, um, like, the live events for games like Fortnite and things of that similar nature. Where, oh, were they the Travis Scott concert? Yeah, well, and they recently did uh, Galactus coming and destroying the planet. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Goddamn Fortnite. Fucking... Something like that, but for VR, you know? Like, you're able to put on, like, your VR headset and join a bunch of other people in an event as you're all experiencing it, but it's more of, like, a movie, but you're placed in, like, a world, you know? That way you're not just like, oh, I'm in... Like, it'd be weird if it was just you and a shitload of other people, like, goofy avatars, and you're, like, literally just sitting in a movie theater looking at a big screen. But if you were... <laughs> yeah. Like, if you if they developed a movie, essentially, with it in mind that you were supposed to be in the world of whatever the movie is while wearing VR, I'm pretty sure the whole motion sickness thing would have to be yeah. addressed a little bit further for that to happen. But, yeah, oh, yeah. like, imagine Hardcore Henry. But you're in VR, and you are Henry. So, like, everywhere <laughs> you look, it's just you doing parkour, like, murdering <laughs> people shit, like, the whole time. Yeah, we've been uh, talking about that a little bit, too. Uh, you shared um, the video of uh, VR school. Oh, VR yeah. School. Yeah. Uh, Robert Ross from Robert Ross. He's his own entity. Uh, I, he I got invited to go tour this virtual school because he was... In one of his videos, he was question, he was asking that question, just curious if because he was just curious mm-hmm. with this whole pandemic and schooling, how's that going to push VR and then VR type schooling? How are mm-hmm. those going to work together? A couple months later, he gets contacted by this uh, university that's doing that thing. That's all they do that's is awesome. a specific VR school, and you go in there. Works for all of the VRs. Doesn't matter if you have low budget or high. He's got it to where it works on everything. But it's just that. You go into the classroom, you make your whole thing, but then they can just change the room. We're going to learn about planets today. Now you're standing out in space with the whole planet busted out right in front of you. That'd so you be got way like that. It's like you got the hands-on experience yeah. plus the visual well, learning. I was going to say the visual aspect. You yeah. Can definitely, at least as opposed <clears throat> to just looking at a piece of paper or I don't know if you guys ever had the issue whenever you'd get the test and it was all just black and white and all the black was super smudged so you're looking at a picture of like a cell oh like, yeah oh, name the mitochondria and everything else that cuz they photocopied the, the one paper yeah. a bunch of times and mm-hmm. it's oh it's just so bad and it, i can imagine that in that aspect as well that the quality of life for that is going to get a lot better well i just feel it's it opens the doors for more education be, or more, uh, easier ways to learn because it takes away the restrictions of actual physical lim- physical limitations. Mm-hmm. You can't just go out in space and look at these planets, right? We can't even. We're having a hard time doing mm-hmm. that right now. Well, and to be able time to do that in a class, be like, "Hey, look at this telescope." Well, like, and then classes going on field trips in places. Now mm-hmm. you got a school budget. You got to worry about. You got to plan that out when you mm-hmm. can just every day. We're it's like a field trip. We're mm-hmm. going somewhere to learn these things. Yeah, and you can be really hands on with, like you said, they give them a planet and and be kind of hands on with it. Well, and like they went and dissected a frog. They mm-hmm. did the whole thing all right there in front of them. Dissected the whole thing, and then, but without getting weird. And yeah, and well, and then you could blow up the up and... you could blow up the part even more to get a Take better a look, better at, look it. at it. Yeah, wow. uh, without the smell of formaldehyde. Yeah, oh, man. And the thing it. is, you bought the classes, so you can go back and redo the we watch the classes, we oh, experience the course over and over way. again. Yeah, 
See, now that would be incredibly handy because then it would be more likely for the students to like go back through that course, especially if it's that hands-on and that in-depth. Oh, hell yeah. And as opposed to like just going online really quick and finding out whatever the answer is and then writing that in. Well, because, right? yeah, because when you go online and look at something, you have to watch something. Mm-hmm. You're still not doing hands-on. You're just watching it, writing down. The biggest kicker would be the teachers would have to create that, that testing around they do. What, they, what they've gone over. Because I've been in too many classes where – the testing was on a certain subject and there's a certain time like history was a big one it's okay. like oh wait, here's you know this this certain time frame here's like a third of the questions that we never actually covered in class because it's part of something that the teacher didn't think was as important as this other facet. but it's on the fucking but it's on the test, test. because it's a state mandated test yeah. so it's like well what i mean how am i supposed to know the answer to that yeah um as long as they do that you'd be fine but yeah that's what he was explaining i guess the teacher gets to they have their own vr avatar and everything Mm -hmm. but they set up with each login for the teachers each classroom is designed specifically how the teacher wants it so the whole room and everything is set up to be like well i'm a biologist so we got nothing but plant matter and animals in this classroom walking around like he had some dinosaurs walk through the class he's (laughs) like if you're if you were paying learning to be an archaeologist but you need to see dinosaurs how they walk and everything just t-rex walks through the fucking wall (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, you gonna be so sweet. I'm just sitting here hands on that one psychopath that has nothing but just the chalkboard up front. It's all just white. Like, all the chairs, all the desks. Like he'd even have like posters that are technically hung up on the walls, but everything is just white. I'm making this class that could have endless possibilities look like a real world classroom. <laughs> yeah. Most boring shit you've ever yeah. been a part of. Well, so that way you have no choice but to just focus on Well, what's what was cool is I guess the teacher can assign you seats and lock you in those seats so you can't be, like, wandering around in VR, and they can mute you. So if you got, like, some weird background noise that you won't fix your mic or you're fucking breathing on it, they can just mute. Or you keep getting on and being like, fuck, 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 cock, fuck, balls, <laughs> penis, 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 penis. <laughs> and uh, Ross was like, well, how do you know if they didn't just take off their headset and walk away? He's like, well, we got to situation for that they took the headset off and it said away right and next to their name oh, big wow. old red letters so you couldn't try to hide that their... you weren't even there yeah that you weren't there i'm like that's cool that's so smart. then i mean not that it would be too difficult but at that point then you just have to make sure that there was a system in place that'd be like okay well when they do come back and actually watch the entire lesson i guess then it would have like a full completion thing, and that's not too far off base compared to what a lot of the online learning's like. Yeah. Nowadays, so. And that yeah, that's pretty much close to what online learning is yeah. anyway. If you missed it, I'll know when you complete it mm-hmm. when you complete it because it will say completed. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be sweet. And plus, not limited to one location. You mm-hmm. could be fucking anywhere and do this. Yeah. Rather than with universities now, well, I gotta move or live abroad to go attend these colleges the only problem i could really foresee with that is if like you had to go back later let's say something happened or you're on like business right and you're out of the country totally different time zone the only thing i could see being an issue is um not being able to ask a question directly yeah and have it be directly answered by the teacher at that moment Especially at that moment, too, mm-hmm. when you're asking, like, I need to know now. Yeah. You have I to wait to f- hours. I need to figure or... out what this is in order for me to fully comprehend this <laughs> specific part of the lesson you're trying to teach. Yeah. No, there's no direct feedback. Mm-hmm. Unless you'd have somebody, like, from the university or something on, like, a helpline 
like a help. Uh, I was thinking message. that like someone yeah. on a, a chat messenger, iMessenger, yeah. just like have their active hours between nine and three or something. I don't know. I want to imagine they pop up like Clippy on WordArt, but it's a little avatar. <laughs> I see you're struggling with this question. <laughs> or, or they could go the super lazy route that doesn't help anybody and just create a fax board, frequently yeah. asked questions, oh, and it's like, those. refer to the fax board. It's like, that's, it's a frequently asked question for a reason because people aren't paying attention. It's not like an actual question that is anywhere remotely close to the question I'm mm -hmm. trying to ask. Yeah. Just, yeah. oh, well... How does the sun work? Like, okay. Then, <laughs> to trying to figure out, you know, what the core of Venus is made of. Like, something of that very How does like, this time yeah. work? Yeah. I, that's why that shit never helped with, like, tech stuff either. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, let me look at the fax board. It's like, how do you turn on the device? Yeah, it's all questions <laughs> that are asked by people, like, six. I'm like, <laughs> I need to find out what is causing my specific program to crash. Mm -hmm. Or, like, why is, why is my hardware not booting up, you know? It's like, it's making this weird noise. It's like... Where is the on light? <laughs> How do I know it's on? What do I plug it into? That's like when I had Where would sound... I locate my files? It's like when I had those sound problems for the longest time where it wouldn't play out of anything other than my headphones. Mm -hmm. I'd go to the FAQ sheet of the goddamn sound settings. It's like, how do I change my sound from one thing to another? It's like, I know how to do it. I just need to figure out where in the hell it went wrong so that I don't have the options popping up in the first place. Yeah, why does it keep doing this? Now, how do you say, is it fax or fox? <laughs> I say, I say fax. Frequently asked questions. I like to call, I want to say, call, I want to call it fox. No, not fuck. I said fack. F-A-C-K, F-A-C-K, fack, 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 get freaky. Ooh, yeah, girl, see, baby, they call me Mr. Freaky. Let's call your sister three-way. You're the only other person I know who knows that song. The whole thing. Yeah, because that one other guy with the big head is the other one who knows that song. Bro, you know how many people we've had on here that have big heads? He hasn't been on here, but you've met him. He hasn't been on here? Yeah, he, he moved recently. Up north. You talking about uh, Diesel? Because I know who Diesel is. No, I don't know anyone. The hell that. is Diesel? Yeah. I, I'm just going based off of something that would be an immediate... Had a Lord of Ring tattoo on the left arm? Yes. Yeah, that, that guy. We've gone camping with him. Yeah, that's the guy I'm talking about. Is. Without, like, name dropping him. Is that Gosh. who you call Diesel? That's who I read. Because the, oh, okay. the first thing that comes to my mind when I think of him is his truck. Okay. <laughs> what I have him in on my phone is, is RoboFag, because we went bowling way many moons ago, and I put his name as RoboFag on the bowling never, name, and that's yeah, this is what it's, it's been. <laughs> that's hilarious. Because I'm Motherfucker Jones in his phone, and then... He, uh, Don over there is... I think it's Clem. His name is Clem. Clem. <laughs> Clem Lee. And, uh, one of my buddy's phones, his brother is, uh, Dr. Slip. <laughs> Capital E with a period after it and then Fist. Slippy, slippy Fist? Slippy Fist, yeah. So I did one of those porn name, porn name questions or whatever. Find the out your porn name. Or whatever, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, a huge, was it huge erection? I think mine was huge erection. It was Hugh, G middle initial, Rection is last name. Hugh G Rection. <laughs> That's one, great. One of them was Dill, D-I-L, L as the first name, and then Doe as the last. Dill Doe. Dill Doe. Dill Doe. It's Mr. Doe. Dill Doe. Could you imagine? <laughs> that would actually be pretty unfortunate for a lot of people. 
that would have to introduce themselves like a James Bond character where they do the last name first. I feel like that's how we should introduce each other. I mean, my name is Doe. Dill Doe. My name is Rection. Huge Erection. I'm trying to think of some of the goofier ones that I've heard. My last name is the... Penis. V- oh. Vagina Boob Penis. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Cock. Like, I've got a huge cock. <laughs> fucker. Gaylord Fucker. Gaylord Fucker. Just, no, it's pronounced Fucker, but fucker. spelled Fucker. But Fucker. <laughs> pronounced Fucker. Oh, fuck. Um, Moonlight Fucker. Every weekend is baking weekend during the Christmas season. So we made Christmas cookies. Peanut brittle. Oh, yeah, you're just... You're talking about that. Yeah. That gave me an idea of, getting, of thinking about getting some gingerbread houses, like those gingerbread oh, that'd, house that'd kids. Yeah. But I've never, ever eaten a full gingerbread house. It just, well, it's usually by the time that you're done, you know, you want to, like, leave it out for, like, a day just to admire it. Like, yeah, I put in all this I work. I built that house. Then, <laughs> but then when you go to, like, eat it, the gingerbread itself is usually staler than shit. And same thing with the frosting. So it's. That's why I was under the impression that gingerbread sucks. That's fair. Yeah, until you had some fresh gingerbread. Yeah. It's actually pretty damn good. Because, yeah, by the time you get around to eating it at the end of the gingerbread house's life, it sucks. Mm -hmm. It's cardboard. I ate a house just now. (laughs) Have you ever had fruitcake? I know that's like Uh, a a very popular, I I, I guess, current current word. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like the uh, current name for it would be meme, I guess. It wasn't considered a meme then, but everybody was like, fuck fruitcake. It's oh, disgusting. Yeah. It's a brick, and they drop it, and it breaks the floorboards. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, heavy as shit. It's dense as a rock. It's like I'm it was like, always. The I'm joke. like I've never known anybody that made fruitcake. They always like, make it sound like it's just wasted food thrown into the cake, like it's food it, no one wanted. If you think, yeah, it's not <laughs> like because if you think about it, you could go out of your way to make banana bread, but if you made banana bread in a very particular way that would resemble a cake, wouldn't that technically be a fruitcake? Whenever they do make like bring it up or like you ever see pictures of it, it's like there's a cherry in there, there's a pineapple, part of a kiwi. It's like who the hell is yeah. making this stuff? They always make it look like it's just crammed full of a bunch of random stuff, and it's not one specific thing. It's a fruitcake, and even then, it always looks like a loaf. In every iteration I've ever seen of it, it looks like a loaf. It, everybody is always talking about how it's a brick or rectangular shaped or some way. It, and it's and the dimensions never make sense for it to be like a sheet cake. So a sheet cake. Yeah, like a just a regular like rectangular. Cake. Oh yeah, like oh, cake. like sheet cake. <laughs> yeah. It's a sheet cake. It's a sheet. It's funny you say that. I've seen sheet memes cake. where French baker comes in. I said a sheet cake. And oh they, sheet cake, they not the whole thing of fucking not shit, shit cake. cake yeah. <laughs> I spent two hours shitting in this ca- on this pan. Or sheet. <laughs> we had to monitor <laughs> to keep the, the fecal matter fresh. <laughs> make sure it was the right amount, too, because we added other stuff to it. But we imagine didn't... if that's how you had to make it? You had to, like, ingest the same ingredients every time. I like to think Ew. that I'm As glad. As opposed to, like, oh, I had Taco Bell the night before. We're going to make a Mexican shit cake. <laughs> like, oh, God. Yeah, that tortilla's coming back out. Well, also, I'm glad we don't feed our young like birds regurgitation yeah that would suck yeah like if we had to feed ourselves and our young like birds and just vomit in each other's mouth it's one thing if you have to like let's say you got like an old grandpa or something who doesn't have teeth you gotta sit there and 
gum chewed up, up his, for him. Yeah, gum up his food for him. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Grandpa. I'm blending your food. I'm not chewing. <laughs> you got a blender? <laughs> you just carry a Nutribullet with you. Or yeah, like Nutribullet, magic, magic well, bullet, but, but Ninja the, Blender. The thing is, is <laughs> if you had a whole, if you had a whole hamburger, you'd just blend the whole hamburger and just feed it to him that way, as opposed to like, all right, here's, you know, the vegetables. And then here's the buns, and then here's the meat, and then give it to him. <laughs> yeah, I'd blend it all together. You're a psychopath. <laughs> well, I, I, I wouldn't want him to enjoy I the divinity like, of the different flavors. I wouldn't as puree to it, soup. but I would chop it up. <laughs> At that point, just get the slap chop. <laughs> yeah, I was say exactly. that cake slicer or whatever that they have where you can cut the cake in one, one, one go. One you just do that with the burger a bunch of times until it's a little tiny piece. <laughs> At that point, I'd just get really good at learning to dice it up like a vegetable. Well, we can get one of those knife. vegetable dicers, yeah. Just <laughs> take a freaking Wendy's Baconator, dicing it yeah, up. Yeah, you just take a, your chef's knife and you just, <laughs> just, just cut it up into thin strips. This is a Julienne de la Baconator. <laughs> <laughs> it was fresh. I, uh, Never frozen beef. I chopped up one hell of an onion the other day. I know that doesn't sound like much. No, actually, because I did it too fast. And by too fast, I mean, like, whenever you watch... Like how professionals like choose to dice onions, they cut long ways mm-hmm. and then um, then they make like the insertions horizontally and then they do the cut down for like the final. Product. Oh and yeah! Then, like, each cut gives you like 128 different little bits of onion. I, I this one onion is now thousands of onions. Yeah, and I did it under pressure. Hell yeah! Wait, why were you under pressure? Because my mom was making stew. She's like, I need this onion. I need this onion in five seconds. Yeah. You better gorge She's like, Ramsey you better hurry. Shit. And I'm like, well, okay. Because <laughs> all the other times I've ever tried to dice an onion, it's always been like, okay, I'm going to do the regular long You got strokes. plenty of time to actually yeah. cut. But even then, it doesn't come out well. Mm-hmm. This time, because I followed the technique. It... Well, maybe it was also the pressure that you had to do it quick, just faster motions. I don't know. I like to think... People work better under pressure because it's like you have to do like it that instant. So too. Yeah. Well, There's after no... a certain level of practice, right? You can't just throw somebody into yeah. the mix like that without having any idea. Because I remember back at uh, Little Caesars, whenever shit would hit the fan and we'd have a line <laughs> out the door and my boss would look at me and she's just like, hey, we got to do this the old way that we're not supposed to do in anymore. But I know that you know how to do this so well you can make up the work of three people. Yeah. And then I just, my eyes would get all wired and then I'd be like, oh, hell yeah. And then I'd just go to town. We what? had the Little Caesars Olympics, dude. It was great. That was a fun <clears throat> job. Put me in, coach. Yeah. Watch me bust out these bakes. I remember when I finally passed the kid who was technically the fastest dough cutter in our store. Yeah. And I finally got faster than him, and he got mad. You went the was fastest like his whole, in the West now, boy. was like boy. his whole claim to fame there. Like, he was just the silent whole Russian thing kid. Going for him. Yeah. The master and, dough cutter. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, out of everything that was there to do at the store in general like the thing that he was best at was cutting dough they only like me because i'm fast yeah (laughs) dude it was so funny my boss would always challenge me too she's like you didn't you didn't cut all those right i'm like go into go into the walk-in grab any sheet of dough you want wait any dough ball and it will be (laughs) right on the money she'd test me every time and i would always see i'm glad like when i worked at pizza hut they didn't do their dough like that you didn't have the dough balls and shit. Like, you didn't, we didn't have to make it. It was, like, oh, perforated. It was one of the best parts. Yeah, it was already weird perforated dough that came in the frozen discs. That's how the ICBs are. Okay. The Italian cheesy breads. Yeah, that's that's, that's how, at the time when I worked at Pizza that's how all Pizza Hut stuff was. The breadsticks yeah. were like that. The hand toss was like that. Mm-hmm. The pan. All I did was 
put oil in the pan, put it in the pan, cover it up, put it in the perforator overnight, and that's prepping the dough. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we had to go about mixing like a, I want to say like a 50 to 70 pound dough ball, like in our mixer, wait a minute and a half. And see, that's the thing. That sounds so much fun. <clears throat> oh, it was awesome. Because it took a minute and a half for the dough to mix completely from start to finish. And then we, the way I was able to time myself was I would get done with the the previous batch mm-hmm. at a minute 20. So then I'd just sit there for the last 10 seconds and watch and see if it needed a little something, something. Like if it needed a little water, a little oil to help get all of it off the sides. And I'd add that. And then it was great. So then I'd sit, something that would normally take most people a couple hours two designated people to do that the whole time. It was me and one other guy and we'd get it done in like an hour. Making it look easy. Yeah. Get on. But that's, that's how a lot of the stuff ha- like it, that's what it turned into at that point. Yeah. Like it was just so easy that it was just super mundane. And then whenever the boss would tell you, Hey, fuck what corporate said, we need to do this the way that they told us not to do it anymore. Cause we never got a complaint about our quality during the old way it was just other stores in our area that would get complaints well corporate makes them... easy things complicated oh, they yeah. add more steps to something that should be Dude, really easy now they quick. have a fucking robot that distributes the sauce and the cheese well you don't even you don't even put the sauce and the cheese on the pizza anymore that's actually not bad to get the perfect amount each time yeah because but if you have to get extra or anything like that, that or true. like because with that one especially, there was a bunch of, like, regulars that had very particular, like, ways of customizing their pizza. Yeah. I mean, everyone's so, got their unique pizza. Yeah. Light sauce or heavy yeah. cheese or whatever. Oh, my God. There was this lady that came <laughs> in, and we had a... Let me like, guess. The no way, sauce? Mm, it wasn't her pizza that was weird. Oh, okay. Although it was kind of weird. It was, like, half pineapple, half olive or something. But that, like, it was her bread. So, the crazy bread, you're supposed to butter one side throw a little bit of the parmesan cheese on it put it in the the heater like thing where you just take the stuff out yeah the proofer her bread or the warmer you had to butter one side completely you had to butter the other side twice and then just sit there and empty almost a quarter of the parmesan shakers out on that shit did you charge your extra for all that um i'm i'm pretty confident we did but i think it got to the point where we didn't a lot of crazy... Uh... There's a lot of stuff that we didn't do that we should have done. Like, corporate had this thing where it's like you're allowed one regular drink, like, for free, per shift. Okay. And then after that, you'd have to pay Fuck for you. it. Yeah. It's like we're sitting... <laughs> like, uh, oh, when it comes to the workers, fuck that shit. Yeah, I know. Well, and they the reason they didn't give you a break was because you were given a meal, which was a thing of crazy bread and sauce. I'm like, it's literally butter and bread. And like it's in the law that I am required to take a break, so yeah, it was dumb. But uh, did they give you time to eat the meal? Uh, when it was slow enough. Then what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's like when I worked at Maverick. Fuck so, you and your breaks. So that was corporate. Yeah, we didn't follow corporate. Yeah, yeah like corporate. At the especially if we were closing, like a lot of the times she'd just be like, "If you want to like make your own pizza," and. Like just basically just walk out with it. You can. Yeah. And so I, I asked, I asked my boss and I knew I could only get away with this one time. That's why I did it the way I did it. I was like, I want to make this pizza. That's technically two layers of pizza. And she's like, okay. But she's like, this is the only time. It's like, if we ever have to do this again, then I have to charge you. That pizza would have rang out to be $58. Holy crap. Because of all the extra stuff I put on there. I did a regular, basically just a regular, like, meat lovers pizza and then i put another dough on it and then 
did like this whole barbecue chicken like and then a bunch of uh vegetables on top of that and sent it back through like extra everything other than the sauce because like the amount of sauce that we'd normally put on there is enough Mm -hmm. but just crit like you you couldn't even lift up one of the slices without it completely falling apart (laughs) i remember i brought it home and showed my dad and he's just like what in the hell did you (laughs) i'm like i made the only thing that i could make one time and I had to savor that moment. I had it, yeah. <clears throat> and I went out of my way. And it was about, you'd eat like a slice, and you'd be like, I could go for another one, but even if I try for a second one, I know I'm not going to finish it. So you'd basically eat one slice and you'd be done. Holy well, shit. It was, there was you so ate much two food. slices right there because yeah. it's a double pizza. Well, on top of, because I say regular like meat lovers, but it, seriously, it, the whole thing was just covered in meat. There, <laughs> You couldn't see the cheese underneath This is just all. a meat pizza. Yeah, and then you put... All the bar- I was gonna put like a uh, tri-tip steak on this bitch because that's how much oh, meat is on here. Yeah. <laughs> See now, if I could go out of my way to just like make a, you know, whatever version of a pizza I could make now, there'd definitely be some, some ingredients in there that most people would be like. So like, what if you made pizza? dinner pizzas where it's just dinners, like full just dinners on, on pe- a pizza, just on pizza, just on pizza crust, like that tri-tip like- steak. It's just steak, potatoes, and gravy on a pizza slice. <laughs> Well, and that's kind of what I was thinking too. Like, because if you you'd consider something like Thanksgiving dinner, you do like a potato bread. Yeah. And then you, you do, have to do potato bread. Yeah. And then you do cranberry sauce, and then you throw. Ooh, that'd be good. The mm-hmm. potato bread dough pizza. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that'd be so As soft. A pizza dough, yeah. And then throw like your turkey and like you could do, um, you know, like little bits of like stuffing here and there, and you do like a light. Uh, gravy glaze over the top of it mm. just like a like a finishing like if somebody put like additional barbecue sauce on the top of a barbecue pizza it'd just be like oh okay mm. well and for the sauce you would get some of those sweet potatoes and mash them up and mm-hmm. do like a paste mm-hmm. see I've never been a big fan of sweet potatoes I actually made well we we use yams but it's virtually the same thing but we I made the first yams I ever made in my life this last Thanksgiving nice and the first time I made it because I candied my own pecans too turned out oh, amazing candied my own cheeks mm-hmm. and the second time i tried to make it um royally fucked up candying the uh pecans because i didn't make the sauce the same way oh and so they got burnt to shit <laughs> and then we ended up just doing uh marshmallow top like so that's what i'm most upset about the yams that i made that were i would consider the ones like that i would have loved to bring to the table nobody got to try okay. other than my parents and my dad doesn't even like him so he's just like oh, whatever um but the one that we took to thanksgiving i died back a lot of the ingredients because i know that my family the older members of my family have underlying health conditions that i'm not always 100 percent on so i like took back the sugar content you know the amount of cinnamon all that stuff mm. and then we literally, I don't know why, but my mom decided to make another Thanksgiving meat dinner like that Friday. <laughs> she, well, you have all like, these we leftovers. Another, well, it wasn't even the leftovers. Oh. We went out of our way to make like a whole, because they had a turkey. Like my dad got a second turkey from work <laughs> or something. Because that clearance shit. Yeah. That's and so cool. they're just like, we're just going to make another one. I'm like, fuck, like I'm barely hungry from the first one. I'm still digesting yeah. from Thanksgiving. It's um, been three days. And so we tried to, I did the yams again because I know that my parents have underlying health conditions, died back some of the ingredients, and we tried to do, do, do just marshmallows, but we put the oven on broil. Oh. 
And so we stepped away for like a minute, dude, seriously. And then we looked at, and the yams are on fire. <laughs> There's just flames pouring off of it. All the marshmallows are on fire. They're all massive and black and puffy. And I'm just like, boy, I don't know if we can save that. My mom's like, no, we totally can't. She's like, grab a fork and just chip at it from the side. And the whole thing just came up in one big mass. All the yams were perfectly fine, but the, the marshmallows were just scorched to shit. Well, we're just getting some plain old yams. I was gonna, Well, no, we put more marshmallows oh, on nice. it and we switched it to bake so that they'd fluff up and brown, not <laughs> burst into flames. I'm surprised the yams were just untouched. Covered. I, seriously. Well, I, it, and I think it was because they got these new uh, convection ovens. Oh. And so, like, a, and the heat this, goes well, and differently. For, well, and for broil, especially, it's mainly just to be, on, like, bearing down on top of it rather than mm. a full, like, warming all around. That makes sense. Um, but, yeah, it was just the thing that has kind of gotten us through the last couple holidays is we've just decided that it's not a, a family holiday unless something goes horribly wrong with at least one item of food. <laughs> if one piece of food, or if, yeah, if we don't destroy, like, one of the courses mm-hmm. it's not really a dinner family yeah. thing mm-hmm. see my mom always does the cooking and uh so it usually goes fine but it's also like our thing is we don't eat until like eight o'clock oh that would <laughs> kill me because we always starve ourselves but we usually have dinner around like a lunchtime, like one or two i was gonna say i do the same thing yeah we have ours at one so imagine starving myself till eight God, <laughs> man pretty much for like any dinner but i do with my current schedule, like, I don't usually eat in, uh, as I'm eating. Uh, I usually don't <laughs> eat until, like, after midnight some days. That's So, fair. I'm like, because I, I get up, I'll get some coffee, and that ride, coffee and cigarettes ride me until midnight. <laughs> no, I feel Just suppress that. the hunger, mm-hmm. and then come midnight, and nothing's open, and I have no food. Yep. <laughs> See, like, with anger and nicotine, anything's like a... possible. Yeah. <laughs> no, I definitely feel that. And 100% concentrated power will. It really is. <laughs> Because after I pound nicotine and coffee, I just got to focus on breathing. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I've wired myself awake. Now I just got a lot going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mine's going a million miles a minute. And I my just heart's have to drive. Yeah, my heart's trying to beat out of my chest. This is my sixth cup of coffee. <laughs> oh, that was like that day I stayed up. Like I got off of work and I had a funeral service to go to oh, at eleven. Yeah. I'm like, it's like eight o'clock right now. <laughs> like. So I called into work. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not coming in today. And we didn't get done with the service until like probably one thirty. And I came home and I'm like, oh. I was surprised I didn't fall asleep driving home <laughs> in broad daylight. Just a walking zombie. So fucking tired. It was like a less than a week ago. I stayed up. I think it was for 37 hours straight. Oh my god. And it was just because I, <clears throat> like, I got really into a show. And I wanted to just sit there and just keep binging it. And I have a weird really sleep- well, I have, well, I have a weird sleep schedule anyway. Oh, okay. And so I'm usually up until the wee hours in the morning anyway. And so I was like, ah, screw it. I'll just stay awake until I would have normally gotten up for work. Um, and then I went and grabbed coffee and I, like, actually did stuff. Like, I went out of my way to stay up and, like, because... I suffer from that issue where you stay up long enough and you sit there and worry about how your life is going to hell in a handbasket and you don't do anything about it. <laughs> oh, we go into yeah. A, yeah. existential dread. Ex- existential dread. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, I usually only have that level of motivation, like, late into the night when it's usually, like, too early or too late. When to, I'm like, not go out supposed about... to be awake at this yeah, moment. <laughs> exactly. And so, I just, 
wait a couple more hours and then just follow that level of motivation for the rest of the day. And so it's usually on days like that, that I knock out like 90% of the cleaning that I got to get done. Nice. Like go run all the errands that I need to do. But then by the time I'm done and I'm like just sitting back at home, I'm just dead tired, but it's like, I don't want to lose this. Cause I know as soon as I go to sleep and I wake back up, it's just going to be three hours of sitting in bed again, trying to wake up. I hate that. I hate how motivation sometimes comes in spurts like that. Me and Ace were talking about the difference between motivation and discipline a lot. And I wish I had that level of discipline to continue like driving me forward as opposed to just the fleeting motivation. You really have to just you head strong mm-hmm. take you on to do it. Fuck trapped. <laughs> it's also just routine. Like that too. I think it take they say it takes thirty days to form a habit. Yeah. Habitually, I'm fucked right now. Or is it thirty days? Or is it thirty days to kick a habit? I don't remember. It's thirty I think days, it's 30 for days a habit, to form a habit, and then seven days to get the, to start the routine. Like, yeah, it'll take you a full week to really okay. This is the routine mm-hmm. every day. Month is it turns habitual, and then I can't remember what the time frame after that is, but it's usually it becomes I, second nature. Or yeah, whatever. I was gonna say yeah. It's it's gotten to the point where it's like you don't even have to think about doing it. You just like. A lot like of riding people, a bike. Well, and a lot of people say, uh, like, going to the gym. You know, yeah. first week's hard. Second week, you know, you're at least kind of used to it by then. You may be sore, but mm-hmm. at least you know what you have to do. By the end of the month, you're more excited to go to the gym. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, yeah, like, you know, this is this is the time that I've designated to be able to go and do this thing and make myself better. And then I think it's, like, after three months or something um, when it becomes second nature. But at that point, you're just like, all right. Get off work. I'm gonna go to the gym. Gonna, you know, and it just becomes part of your everyday lifestyle at mm-hmm. that point. So, yeah, it gets easier. It does. But you have to do it every day. I got it. Yeah. That's the hard. Part. Well, and that's the thing. But it does get not easier. Having, <laughs> not having a reason to do that right now. Inspirational baboon looking at me. Yeah, not having a reason to do that right now. I think is what's killing me. Not having a re- oh yeah. Well, that's why I'm. Trying to make a note to myself to use that calendar behind you some more to actually write on it to give myself a itinerary, a plan like something to of my stick days. To. Yeah. Because if I try to keep a mental note of my days, that's when I lose everything. Mm-hmm. I just fucking, I have, it's gone. My brain's great, going too fast constantly yep. to keep myself to remember that. You got a great memory of it, of what you know that you should have done. That's why my memory's shit. To, I've yeah. seen things, but I don't remember it. <laughs> Yeah, brain just going. That's how you start kind of small with things. Like for me, I had a problem with like keeping up my dental hygiene. That's fair. Like consistently, and so I just made it a point. Like especially the most important time to do is right before you go to bed, because you don't want like all that crap on your mouth, and then you form so much bacteria in your mouth when you're sleeping that it just compounds it. So like, well, and it causes you're not the bad morning breath too. Mm-hmm. Like real bad if you don't brush your teeth before you go to bed. I've done that a couple times because I just like forgot, mm-hmm. or I was just so tired, passed out, wake up like something died in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> you can... But now it's it's like a Pavlovian response that like as I'm going like shutting off my computer like it's when I hit shut down on my computer my brain is now wired. I'm like brush teeth. And I'm like <laughs> I gotta go brush teeth and I feel there's a one time I I kind of forgot about it because I was probably high or something and I just like went straight to bed because I was tired and I I was like hmm. My mouth gross. I got out of bed. I was like, I don't want to get out of bed, but my body like just got up and I just brushed teeth and I was like, ah, oh, I feel I feel good now. I feel good. 
Pavlovian is definitely the way that you would want to describe that because that's, <laughs> yeah. that's it. I mean, something happens and then, yeah. And if you, you, if you can it. use like triggers to like, yeah. you just like you ring a bell every time you go to the gym or something. I don't know. You need a certain <laughs> smell to trigger a memory. You need a certain sound mm. to trigger a habit. Or a response, not a habit. I was gonna say I recently <laughs> reset my ringtone because smells are really good at mm-hmm. jogging memory. So like sounds. Like, yeah. oh, time to do this thing. I recently switched the ringtone back up to a uh, deathcore song. More more importantly, like a very specific part where it goes hem. Well, alarm clock That usually helps example. me. God, I hate the alarms that I have that are just preset onto the phone. They're awful. That's why I use them. They because... don't make me want to get up at all. <laughs> they wake me up because I want to turn them off. Yeah. And that's like what he, what Don was saying with Pavlovian response. Oh. The day has started. The sound is gone. My my sound. The gong has been. In, in that retrospect, is oh, I gotta wake up now. I'm gonna try and milk four hours of sleep again, but I'm gonna have 15 minute interruptions, so I don't actually get the sleep that I want. No, I've cut myself I, out of that because I'm oh, bad at it. It's so bad. I That's have exactly to get up at my alarm. Right That's why I don't preset that coffee. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nope, gotta get up and make coffee. Just I'm up. Just. Make so you got to get those alarm clocks that are little robots. When they start going off, they like jump off of your nightstand and roll under your bed, away. and you have to go fucking chase it to turn it on. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> well, and I've tried to be better about like putting the phone, or yeah, putting my phone like on its charger like halfway across the room, so I actually have to get up and go turn it off. But I usually just right. turn it off, grab my phone, and then bring it to my bed, and then crash again. Yeah, mine's always Look. right there next to my head. Mm-hmm. One of the, one of the best ways to help with that is having a consistent sleep schedule as well. Like, <laughs> like that's easy. <laughs> I just because of my like sleep habits and how I had to kind of force it. Now that I have a, a really consistent sleep schedule, like I go to sleep at the same time every day, and I wake up around the same time every day. So I'm always getting that eight hour cycle, and it's actually kind of nice. I don't have trouble getting up now, so it's like. Because I, I always go to bed at 7 a.m. at the latest, <laughs> like 7, 7.30. Um, try and be in bed by 6.30. But that's like my schedule. Like, I, I'm graveyard. I, right. I live in it's the dark. a little different, yeah. That's like being but, off for that month. Fuck, mess my oh, sleep dude. schedule up. Oh, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, then there's outliers like that. where. Because, <laughs> oh, like, that day coming back to work and my alarm went off and it was 6.30. And I'm like... There's no way. I can't do this. <laughs> I'm still laying in bed tired as hell. What? 6.30? Yeah. I, uh... Yeah. But if your, like, work schedule was uh, what you had made your, your, <laughs> your current sleep, you know, you worked until, or were awake until 1 and always got up at 9 or 10. Yeah. Then, yeah, that'd be normal. We'll see, and whenever I would do it, it would be, okay, go to sleep at 1 or 2 got to be up by 6 30 so my traditional sleep was only fo- yeah God was damn. only like <laughs> four or five hours yeah and i would just learn to run off that which goes back to the nicotine and <laughs> well i mean sometimes coffee. you get more energy just running off of that you get more energy sometimes with less sleep than you do if you got full well, eight hours and from what i understand a full REM cycle is anywhere from like four to five and a half six hours that's so what I you could technically get by on that um when they say like six hours is really at like, most what you need yeah if you want to get a full need. rest yeah so it i mean 
I've seen a ton of different things. There's no credit to any of them about how people have divvied up their sleep schedules. I saw one. I've got no backing where, science for this. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I just It was word of mouth from a friend who said he was going to try it because Manny Pacquiao tried it. But basically what Manny Pacquiao what? ended up doing was learning how to survive off of power naps. Mm. Like an hour power nap. Whoops. Yeah, I heard every about 12 that. hours or something like that. And then eventually he switched it to um, just a just two hours of sleep every night it was crazy i'm like there's no way in hell i mean if you can adjust your body to that i just that would be that would be so bad for you would it think about it i you'd imagine if if you need a full rem cycle to feel like especially if you're a professional athlete that's true but depends on how i guess he does his cool downs and how he lets his body rest. That's fair. If he's like genuinely just in like a state of almost meditation, like you would be before going yeah. to bed or something. Yeah. Or like, like if that you're only going while. hard for a few hours, only that few hours a mm-hmm. day, and then you're resting the rest. And diet also helps too of with course. energy. Yeah. If you eat shit food, you feel like shit. So if you eat nothing but greens and probably protein greens, up the ass beans, like he potatoes, was, tomatoes. He's probably just got that natural energy just from the food alone. He just. Eats nothing but rice and fish. <laughs> <laughs> nothing but pure protein and calorie burning strength. I don't know. I'm not it's a crazy to think. The dedication those people have for their careers you know fighting is me off crazy. Is I have the knowledge of it. But fighting? I have no, not fighting, but oh. just like being a weightlifter essentially. Oh, like being okay. able to go and do that. And I have given a few people like full on regiments oh, to nice. work for them. And I just going back to the motivation versus discipline. I don't have the discipline. Maybe we'll just start a gym. Follow that. We'll, be, we'll start a gym called the Undisciplined. Undisciplined. That's why I wanted to create Clydesdales. <laughs> Here are Clydesdales. You can't get out of your membership until your triceps look like a hoof of a Clydesdale horse. <laughs> hmm. Okay, I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like, like Clydesdale? horse. It was from well, it was from back when I uh, worked at a gym. And horse. Yeah, that's what we had agreed upon if we ever opened our own gym because we were just being memes about it. Mm. <laughs> you live long enough to see yourself become the meme. Mm-hmm. I thought you got the inspiration from a Budweiser commercial during Christmas. <laughs> I want my, bus, my tricep to look like that foot. It looked like I had a hoof of a Clydesdale horse. A hoofer? A hoofer. Are you one of them hoofers or a hooser? Yeah, oh, Jesus. I tried uh, watching, isn't it the Hoosiers? That old school, like, all white basketball, like, from the 1960s uh, movie or something. Indiana Hoosiers or whatever. I think that's what their team is. Yeah, something like that. Well, not the college team. I'm pretty sure it was just the high school team. But it was a movie about them. Four, I wanted yeah, to say it. It's uh, got uh, Gary Oldman. Vaguely. It's, yeah. The name's familiar. I tried watching it, and I'm like, this is just so not relevant to anything that's happening in the world right now <laughs> that it's actually painful to watch. Like, it's not something that I can... Like, my dad and my grandpa, sure, because they were white athletes growing up in white suburbia so of course it living the real struggles yeah with me it's just like it doesn't it doesn't it, and i didn't even watch it growing up i'm sure if i watched it growing up it might have been a little different but i try to go back and watch it as like a full grown-ass man i'm like this is painful to watch it'd no be small... inspirational if you're a kid trying to get on a basketball team mm-hmm. like yeah, I could do it. Hey, white people can still play basketball. White as long people as we, can, as long as we stick to the fundamentals. <laughs> but then you look at players like, and I, I don't know if you guys will know this, but like Tyler Hero of the Miami Heat last season, uh-uh. his rookie season, the kid's 19 years old, and he drops 40 points in a professional like NBA championship game? game. Yeah, damn. Like he's just 
at it. Back to fundamentals. Yeah, well, and even then, he's it, like, yeah, there are some fundamentals that go with it, but because of how much the game's evolved compared to what it used to be, like, peop, you can have all the fundamentals in a world. Somebody's going to beat your ass every way till Sunday because it's just crossovers and behind the backs and being able to switch up and pivoting off of certain foots to, you know, like count your steps and how much yeah. you're going to get charged for travel and how far you can just, go before it's it's travel. Rep- yeah. It's just repetition. So it's just, pra- got, it's practice. Yeah. yeah. You got players like Stephen Curry that can hit a three point shot from virtually anywhere in the half court range, which is, it's always ridiculous. They can pick anywhere on the court, shoot it. Yeah, they just they go walking up the middle of the court, like getting ready to start, you know, whatever play they're gonna run, and then they're like, "Nope, I'm gonna pull up from the half court logo, <laughs> make it." I'm like, "How? How? How are you supposed to guard that?" Well, and that's like golf. No, oh, golf, golf really isn't golf. a sport you can control a lot of. All yeah. you do is you just hit the ball, and then you just gotta hope that your hit was better than in, in the good in a good angle and the, enough power because. Mm-hmm. You can't control the ball after that. Like with basketball, you can control where it's going until mm-hmm. you shoot it. Same with football. Yeah. But with golf, it's like you got that one shot to make sure you're good. Yeah. And just kind of all the practice has got to lead up to this one shot. Yeah. How many times have you hit your driver to make sure that you hit it 300 yards and straight? Well, and then to be able to do it in only like two swings, bam! Mm-hmm. I sunk that because yeah. it's I low got it par. to the hole in, in three swings and. Now and at 500 yards, <laughs> I played golf almost my whole life. Granted, not a lot, but I think I've only parred two holes in my entire life. Yeah, like, I, I think it's really hard to do. It's it's pretty damn hard. Because just and, watching them drive that, mm-hmm. you have to drive that thing so far at the beginning. That's the thing. My driving swing is always open faced, so my ball always flings off to the right. So if I want to like, and, but the problem is, is whenever I overcorrect and I'm like, okay, like I'm going to basically swing towards these houses. <laughs> and as long as my ball does the same thing that it does every time I hit it, like I'll be fine. And it'll land somewhere in the middle. Every time I try to do that, I hit it straight and it just goes flying into a neighborhood. And then I worry about like damaging property. It <laughs> freaks me out. But it's just, yeah, you just have to be good at yeah, the, at the just, beginning. Yep, because you just gotta know. If not, well, that's why I like driving ranges, because you could just sit there and whack the ever living piss <laughs> out of a ball, and as long as it's not just a hundred and eighty degrees in either direction, you're fine. Or you somehow managed it to go over the netting. Like I, you you scooped it up and it just mm-hmm. kind of went up. Well, and that's the thing. As long as you go, it goes far enough forward. You usually don't have that problem. Nice. But if you absolutely chunk the shit out of it and it just goes flying straight <laughs> up off to the right you know you might have a problem you ever seen a foul ball in golf <laughs> Did, were you driving with me when we were working on the truck um we were driving past the golf range and a fucking golf ball came and bounced in the road and hit the bumper yeah the truck mm-hmm. <laughs> was that you, okay that. that was uh that was a wasn't it no that was on the way back to the to the shop oh that yeah the, the one the right driving next range to the, right across yeah I was sitting because I remember it happening. I couldn't remember if it was actually with you guys at Aaron's or if it was at the job that I was at. But over in Meridian, they had one, and we were driving by, and the same thing happened. Ball comes flying over the driving range netting and That's so smacks our truck. I'm like, what the? Scared the shit, shit out of me. Yeah. I'm, I'm so su- happy it didn't hit the windshield. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised that building didn't have more dings on it. It just had the one hole in the glass. Mm-hmm. random golf ball before my time because they're all a bunch of rich white people and then yeah golf all they all the do time. is golf 
not only that, but because it's not, it's not like I'm going out there and just fucking hugging it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Billy Joe down the road just taking a swing at the driving <laughs> range. Oh, I want I want to try it, but I don't have the funds to get into one. A country it's, club? I mean, well, getting, golf club getting into a country club is unnecessary. I'll cool. tell you that right now. But like, just if we go, I'll just let you borrow my clubs because. That, well, and it saves uh, saves us some money. We don't have to find yeah. clubs. We can just yeah. get one you caddy. Just, yeah. <laughs> or one golf cart, I mean. Well, and then we just go to the driving range and then buy a bucket of balls and then just sit there and whack, and we'll whack them, man. Yep. Whack it till it's, it's empty. <laughs> See, it's the highest score. How many we balls can get closest, get closest to, the to the hole? <laughs> yeah. There's so many. Do you have golf with fr- golf with friends on your PC at all? I don't think so. Oh, I recommend picking it up like a few dollars but it's just mini golf with friends you all take your turns at the same time at the same time to get through the course yeah it's pretty fun got some wacky uh some areas where you gotta you can short track the course Mm. by jumping it going up this ramp but it's a huge gamble (laughs) you could take five strokes to get there or you can just go the normal way but that's just a long fucking just a back tunnel way up yeah because there's one that's uh haunted house i think yeah it's like a big old haunted house and you're like yeah you hitting it either, underneath like big tables and yeah you can either go next to the table and go through it or you can try to jump on top of the tables and go over everything wow but if you if you do you have to make a huge gap or you're just wasting a bunch of strokes <laughs> yeah especially if you can't get it just... yeah you're just wasting your she's good old fun golfing but that looks like a beautiful time to wrap this here, baby. Up. Gonna wrap it up and put a pretty bow on it. A- anyone got some closing words um, for these beautiful thoughts. ears that are listening? Uh, stay in stool, stool, don't drugs, mom. I would have to say that <laughs> <laughs> yes. First and foremost, yes. I endorse um, that. Did we ever check the comments that we had asked people to respond to questions that we had throughout the podcast on? Yeah, but no one comments because these people who watch are going to If you guys don't listen to the end of the episode, (laughs) you're a fucking monster, and you need to answer the questions that we've There is one loyal fan who does comment on a lot of our shit, and I always reply to them because they're a sweetheart, and everyone else is a butthole. (laughs) Because we had questions about the... In the burger episode, we had questions... We um, had questions in a uh, gameplay video. We wanted letters in that yeah. we never got. People are monsters. Anyway, Animals. if you if you can think of a particular way that you have your pizzas done, or things that you enjoy on the side of a pizza, maybe a style of crazy bread that you prefer ingredients on, let us know in the comments below because I'm always curious to find out different combinations of things that I've never tried. Well, who knows? Maybe we'll make those on our off time, and we'll see Ooh, Daddy, if your pizza would, opinions right or wrong. I would, I would love that actually. Be badass. Try some pizza. Yeah. Just oh. out of our way to make like these weird specialty pizzas. That would be pretty good. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, if you're not subscribed, there's a little red bar there that says subscribe. And when you do, a little bell goes on, so you're notified it every time with another video. You don't have to do the bell, but you can do. The we bell. recommend the bell. Do there's the a lot of things other than the podcast. I don't use the bell on this channel. Anything. I, I look at the bell. I'm like, yeah, ding, 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 motherfucker. Give me that bell. But I'm all about it. This has been Captain Daddy. And over there's been. Lucky Pong. And over there's been. Don. And we're signing off. Bye, everybody. Bye. See you later. Bye.